when it comes to God's presence in the Mishkan, how God actually was literally in the house, in the physical structure of the Mishkan, and of course afterwards the Beis HaMikdash, the Temple in Jerusalem, of course, as well, there's a fundamental debate, which is really a theological debate, between the Rambam, Maimonides, and the Ramban, Nachmanides, about what does it mean that this structure called the Tabernacle, the Mishkan, is a house for God, Bais Lashem, the Beis HaMikdash also is known as God's house. What does that mean? How are we to understand an infinite God, whose light infinitely transcends reality, enclosed in the house of the Mishkan. So the Rambam, Maimonides, as very typical according to the Rambam's fashion, the Rambam says it's not that actually God was within the structure of the Mishkan, but rather the tabernacle, the Beis Hamikdash, these houses of God are conduits through which God rests in the souls of Jews. In other words, the Rambam says that it's impossible to say that God is mamish in the physical structure of the Mishkan. God is what beyond that. He's not, he's not literally in the Mishkan. Rather, the Mishkan, the Beis Hamikdash, these temples, they served as a conduit through which God's light could flow and enter the Neshamas Yisrael, the Neshamas of Jews. The Rebbe Maharash, Rabbi Shmuel Lubavitch, gives a mushal, a parable to understand what the Rambam is saying. Imagine writing with your hand, divrei seichel, writing intelligent things with your hand. When you write, you write on a piece of paper of deep ideas that you ideas that you learned. You write it down on your piece of paper. Now, on the piece of paper are these ideas. You wrote them down. Somebody else could now read the paper and get the idea. So somehow your hand when it was writing on the paper, was a conduit that allowed ideas to flow from your mind onto the paper. The ideas did go through your hand, otherwise you wouldn't have been able to write them on the paper. But if I were to ask you, did your hand get smarter? Would you say that your hand has wisdom in it? Your hand had to bring the wisdom onto the piece of paper. But of course, your hand was only a conduit. The hand was a vessel that allowed the ideas in your mind to get onto a paper, but it's not that the hand itself has wisdom within it. So the Rebbe Maharash says that that's what the Rambam means, that it's not that God is actually in the physical structure of the Mishkan, but that rather, just like a hand writing words of wisdom, it, the Mishkan, the tabernacle, the Beis were conduits through which God's light was able to enter our souls. But the Ramban Nachmanides, who of course was a Kabbalist, and Hasidus very often, including in this case, goes like the Ramban. The Ramban says no. <clears throat> Abayis Lashem means literally God's infinite essence dwelled within the physical structure of the Mishkan. Between the two and a half cubits of the Ark of the Covenant was all of what God is. Now, how could that be in a physical structure? When it comes to God, there's no questions. This is all part of God's infinite ability that He could also be metzamtzim, contract His whole being to rest in the temple, in the Beis Amigdash. And the Rebbe Marash gives an example to understand the Ramban's opinion. How about when you understand ideas with your physical brain? Forget the hand. Your brain. The physical piece of meat that we all have in our head called the brain actually get smarter. Wisdom actually becomes united with this piece of flesh called the brain. Somehow God, in His infinite power, made that this physical piece of meat called the brain could actually store intellectual ideas. Even though the brain is physical and ideas are 
ethereal, spiritual, not physical, but that's the koyach that God made, that the brain becomes an actual kli, an actual vessel, not a conduit. The brain is an actual vessel for words of wisdom. And the Ramban says that's how it was in the Beis Hamikdash. The Rebbe Marash gave this parable of the brain understanding ideas to understand the Ramban Shita. The Ramban Nachmanidi says that it was actually God was in the physical structure of the temple, literally. And the truth is that if you look in the in Scripture in Tanakh, it really sounds more like the Ramban Shleima Hamelech when King Salman built the first temple, and Hashem's light descended onto the first base of Migdash. So in the Book of Kings in Melachim Aleph, Shleima Hamelech says the following: When he sees God entering the temple, he said the following pasuk: The heavens and the heavens, heavens, the highest reaches of the universe can't contain you, God. But this house will contain you. Like Shlomo Melech was shocked when he saw that that was happening. But what does that mean for us today, wherever we are? Hopefully any minute now we'll have the temple again. But in the meantime, what does that mean to us now in our lives? And the answer is because we have to know that ultimately... The Ramban also would agree that the ultimate dwelling place of God is within us. V'shachanti b'soycham, that I will dwell in them. And as the Alter Rebbe explains in Tanya chapter 5, when we learn Torah, just like God was mitzamtzem, his shechina, God would contracted his infinite being to be in the two and a half cubits in the Holy of Holies in the Ark. When we learn Torah, we're bringing God into our brain, mamish, the same way that he was in the Kodesh Kadoshim. When we learn Torah, because Torah is the greatest mitzvah that we have, learning Torah, Torah is one with God. You're bringing it into your brain and God himself is becoming literally physically a part of your brain because when you learn like the Alter Rebbe gives an example it's eating that just what like when you eat the food becomes your flesh and blood when you learn Torah and ingest the words of Torah you become the structure within which God dwells may we always rejoice in that Simcha